0: of what uh, uh, churches across the board, if you will, um, uh, kind of where they're at, or or, or giving, religious giving primarily, or if you want to use the word charitable giving. Uh, Religious giving is down 50% since 1990. Okay? People during the Depression era, now this is really curious, people during the Depression era gave more per capita than people do today that 's a hard one to hear on average, Christians give about two point five percent of their income to their church. Um, tithers people who actually give ten percent only make up or make up roughly somewhere between ten and twenty five percent of any congregation um, and actually, I had a rude awakening when I was putting this together, because my, my personal goal is uh, is 10%. And so I, I thought, I need to go check that. And so I went and looked at it, and um, I'm at 9.87, so I've got to fix that. <laughs> um, not that I think there's anything, you know, wrong with that. But um, here's uh, baby boomers, 1946-1964, make up 41.6% of the donor population, and 30.2% of the U.S. population. So baby boomers uh, give more uh, than, well, let me tell you. the rest. Gen Xs, 1960, 1980, make up 19% of all donors and account for 266 of the population. And then Gen Ys, 1981 to 1997, are, uh, make up 7.1% of donors and are 30.4% of the population uh the average and he, these are two different surveys that i came across but and, and this one i'm going to give you a comparison to us the average weekly per capita giving in in an american church is 26 dollars. now that's per head so if you take that's man w- men women and children everybody okay if i did my calculations correct and i'm pretty sure i did that average here at johnson street is 37 okay so we're, we're well above average in that area. Uh, now, here's another one. Instead of a percentage, it's Christians on average donate $817 to their churches per year. That figure here is 1930 Okay? So basically what I did is I, I took what our average offering is and I divided it by our average attendance. So, uh, but I thought that was pretty impressive. Uh, of more than a 1,000 churches surveyed, only 14% tend to meet or exceed their budget requirement. And since I started tracking things in 2008, um, we met or exceeded our budget requirement up through 2012. And then in, in from thirteen to sixteen we slumped a little bit. And then last year, we, we jumped back up, we, we exceeded it, and this year we're on target to meet it. So uh, that's exciting too, okay? Uh, anyway, okay, so words that we're probably not too familiar with and some of you may be, I think we, we, we practice them or practice it, but we, we don't necessarily use the terminology. Uh, but uh, tithes and offerings, okay? Um, the, the Old Testament referred to is tithing, which was the practice of giving 10% and um the very first tithe and, and what was that for why did why did why did God want the Israelites to tithe what was the main purpose for them well it might have been more than one at least two what were the main two purposes for them tithing one one was to take care of the priest yes what was the other I, and I, I think it was just to help them remember hey all this comes from me, not that he was being ugly about it, but it's like all this comes from me. This is a way for you to remember kind of who's, who's in charge. Maybe that's not a good way to say that, but I think pri- primarily those two things. So uh, the very first tithe, the first time we hear mention of, of, of a tenth or giving a tenth is in Genesis fourteen, nineteen through 20, when Abraham gives Melchizedek a tenth of his possessions. Uh, he doesn 't do it to invoke god 's blessing; he just does it in response to god 's blessing, okay because God has blessed us and that was again, that was one of the reasons. God wanted his people to recognize that he was blessing them, and one way for them to do that was to take the the, the, the first fruits, uh, the ten percent the of whatever they they had, uh, and give it to him in Genesis 28 20 through 22 Jacob offers a tithe he, after he res, he responds to the dream that he received by God by building an altar and vowing that in exchange for God's care and provision he would give God a tenth of his belongings okay and then um, for them their, anything that they owned yeah if they owned an animal and that animal um, gave birth then that first the the, the the first birth that that animal had was to be given to the to the priesthood or, or to the temple basically, so and if you know if they had a garden uh, whatever they picked out of the garden the first piece of zucchini or the first uh, tomato or whatever the first potato that went to the um or well or ten percent however you want to uh, look at that and then and then it's introduced into the law, uh, in Leviticus twenty seven. 30 through 34, uh, where we actually see Moses giving the tithe. And, and then, that, actually, that's a biblical word. If you go back and look at uh, some translations, we uh, will actually say tenth, but some do say tithe. Uh, the first 10% is called holy or set apart as belonging to God. The Israelites were to return to God what was already His, and in doing so, recognize the Almighty's provision. Um, okay, so one thing the tithe was not a volitional offering. In other words, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an option. It was, it was something that God required of them, something that they were to do. However, and, and remember I said tithes and offerings, and I'll, I'll get to this again in a little bit, but they not only had to tithe 10%, but they also, uh, to, they, they, uh, they, they also tithed to support a special Jubilee festival and took a third tithe every three years to take care of orphans, widows, and the poor. So all of these combined meant they, they gave roughly 23% of their belongings, their possessions, uh, to God every year. Now, one way to compare that is we do not have, well, most countries uh, in the world do not have a, an individual income tax like we do they have what's called a a VAT, a value added tax. And uh, for instance, when we lived in Uruguay, that VAT, well, it still is because I looked it up, but that VAT was 22%. So anything you bought, you paid 22% tax. Um, The the country with the, well, this is Europe, but the country with the highest uh, VAT at 37% Can you imagine paying 37% tax on everything that you purchase is uh, Hungary? I think it was Luxembourg was the lowest, Uh, but um, I'm sorry. Hungary was at 27. My bad. Hungary was at 27. France, for instance, is 20. China, 17. Republic of South Africa, 16. So that's the way that they, and of course, you don't have any option, just like we don't have any option when we pay our uh, income tax. Uh, just uh, there's kind of an ongoing debate over whether what we give to God should be off the top from our gross or whether it should be off of our net or and uh, I guess if you want to get technical or legalistic about it I would tend to say it probably should come off the top because that's your entire earnings but I I, I don't I don't want to be legalistic I don't want to be technical (laughs) and uh, I think that whatever God has put in your heart is is what you should give uh, whether that be uh, and we'll talk about this again in a little bit but whether that be 10 percent whether that be less whether that be more um so um and and also another thing and, and this is uh and uh, Clayton's here and Clayton's going to share with us just a minute uh he went through the financial peace class and um I just wanted kind of him for him to give a testimony of he and uh, um what's your wife's Jessica Jessica uh of of kind of how they were able to use that to sort of reorient their entire uh financial situation their budgeting and and also create uh, do, do a better job if you will I guess at, uh, at at being able to give more to God um I, I don't I personally I'm not trying to bind this on anyone I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes I'm just trying to make you think I don't think debt is a good reason not to give to God okay as a matter of fact in my opinion or my belief is is that even if you have debt if you give to God I think you'll actually get out of debt quicker because I I believe that God will bless whatever you give and and, and at some point that will come back uh, to you. Uh, there's also a good deal of discussion, uh, especially among churches of Christ, as to whether or not the 10% rule applies today or whether we should actually tithe. Uh, you guys know that that's not something that we enforce here. Uh, some churches do. Uh, some churches actually keep an accounting. You, uh, uh, you know, we fill out purpose cards. And our purpose cards are basically our way of just saying uh, to the elders, hey, this is what... Um, this is what my plan is this is what I want to do this is what I hope to do this is what I'm going to I'm going to do my best to do uh, but once those cards are seen uh, they're destroyed uh, they're you know they're thrown away uh, in the trash and so all we do is we just we get a figure of of to see okay is is what we think we're going to get comparable to what we say we need <laughs> so you know uh, but some churches actually you look at that as a pledge and, uh, and if you and I know this Well, I know this for a fact with Presbyterian churches. Now, things may have changed. I'm not sure. But I know that in some cases, if you fall behind on your tithe, you will get a letter in the mail or you will get a phone call saying, hey, you're, you're behind on what you said you were going to do. And so we don't do that here. We don't do that here. Um, but and, and by the way, Purpose Sunday, because of this little conference thing we're doing, Purpose. I mean, uh, Budget Sunday has been moved to the... next to last Sunday of February. Usually it's the last Sunday of January and then the first Sunday of February is our Purpose Sunday. And then we'll do Purpose Sunday on the last Sunday of February. So we will have a chance to do uh, those things. Um, Is there a difference between tithes and offerings? Would, Would you say there's a difference between tithes and offerings? There's not a right or wrong answer. Okay. Okay. I mean, I have to pay my car insurance every six months, and if I don't quite make it, they don't quite pay me. They, they don't quite cover your car. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think if we're if we're able to, we should give that. We shouldn't be well in in Christendom, Christendom in general. Or um, yeah, David. Okay, and that's the way the majority of of, of churches think. I, I think we actually think that way. We just don't use those words. Um, but uh, most churches see tithes as what you give to the church, and then offerings is what you give above and beyond to something else. And and like I said, some churches are very uh, you know strong about you got to give 10% to the church and then whatever else you do is up to you. Um... Uh, so anyway that that's when you when you hear those terms that's all I want you to do is just know that sometimes we or you'll see up there sometimes we'll put a slide up and it says tithe and offerings and I've had a couple of people come up to me and say why do we put the word tithes up <laughs> I said, well for one it's it's a service that we it gives us slides so we can't really alter them but two you know even though it's not something we enforce I certainly think it's something that we can practice and I'm sure some people here do so yes ma'am Uh, my personal uh, belief is no. I do. I believe that the, the, the tithe. Now, now the, the the apostles. You can see all over the New Testament that uh, they talk about giving. They talk about offering, but you know, nowhere in the New Testament does it say tithe. Now, I'm going to step out on a limb here and say that most of the the original churches, because they most of them were Jews, they probably continued to possibly may, may continue to practice that but um I, and that that's why i said earlier we don't impose tithing here Uh, I think that if, you know, if you choose to do to to tithe, that's awesome. If you choose to, if you can't tithe, if you want to do, you know, if you can't afford to do 10% and you want to do less, that's awesome. If you want to do more, I don't think you should be limited to 10%. I think you ought to be able to do as much as you want. Uh, And we'll, uh, uh, when we get to our handout here, we're going to, I'll say a couple of little more things about that. I'm going to go ahead and give Clayton a minute to come up here and just kind of, he's going to take about, three to five minutes and just give y'all a little, um, I guess, testimony of... of need this or not, but yeah, because we're recording it. So if you would, okay. yeah. Oh, he'll turn you on. He's oh, he's not? What's he not up there for? I'll go turn it on. Okay. Or here. Do you mind just using this? i close oh. to you. <laughs> I can just hold it.
1: Yeah, be okay. You tell me what you... Yeah, that works. Okay. Well, good morning. Oh, man. I feel so official with this. (laughs) This is is something else. But uh, thank you, Brian, for allowing me to come in and do this. Uh, Jessica and I got married. uh, It was December of 2010, so just over eight years ago, we'd both gotten our first grown-up jobs. Um, She was a first-year teacher. How many people in education, whether your wife or whatever, Okay, so y'all know what first-year teachers don't make. Um, and I was a teller at a bank um, and retired, te- yeah. Uh, and so I was a teller at a bank, and, you know, we thought we were living large. We had our first real paychecks. Um, you know, he thought we had more money than we knew what to do with because it was the first time we had, we'd gotten that. So uh, we got married in December. Christmas comes around. We had no plan as to what we were going to do for Christmas. You know, Jessica's a big gift giver. Um, she That's one of her love languages is giving gifts, and so Christmas rolls around, and we've got to give gifts for everybody in our family, um, and our family is large. Uh, some of y'all know all of our family, and I'm sorry for those, but um, so we had, you know, that expense, and, and we're just rocking and rolling, January, February comes around, and man, where did all our money go? We had so much money. Um, We had bills that we had, we'd never had to pay before. You know, we'd rent and utilities and all the stuff that growing up our parents had paid for, and we had no idea what they cost. And so April rolls around, and Dan and Loanne are are offering the, are facilitating the financial peace uh, class. And Jessica said, you know what, I think we should, we should do that. I I don't, I don't need that. I'm a finance major. I'm going to, you know, worked in uh, various finance areas all my life. And so, like, it's money. I can handle it. Like, it's not a big deal. Well, I lost that battle. Um, Frequently, I lose those battles with Jessica. So, we signed up for financial peace. And the whole time, I'm thinking, man, this is going to be awful. This is going to be stuff I've learned for the last four years in college. I don't really need a refresher. And then we started the class, and oh boy, uh, that was something that, stuff I'd heard before, yes, but uh, it was put into a, into a manner that um, was easy to understand, easy to implement, um, and since that point, uh, we, have, we have got on to the, um, we're not as diligent as Dave Ramsey would like us to be, probably. Um, we t- kind of take some liberties with some of the things that he thinks are right and what I think is right, and so we kind of mix and match those, but through that time, we've been able to get on a budget, which has um, put a, in a term he uses is is given a dollar, a name to every dollar that you have, Um, and that is something that when you put it on paper, you have an idea of what you spend your money on, Um, you know, whether it's groceries, or utilities, or gas, or out to eat, or whatever it is, but when you actually go through your bank statement on a monthly basis and, and write, okay, well, this was food, this was entertainment, this was whatever, and you look at where you spend your money, you realize, um, where your idols are, you realize what you're focusing on and what you're not focusing on, so that was a, a real eye-opener for us because we weren't giving, uh, we weren't, uh, and not just to the church, um, that is important, but I think there's also opportunities to give to other organizations and things like that that um, in addition to what you give to the church and that sort of thing but it allowed us to to see where our money was going it allowed us to to be able to see what we needed to you know what things were upside down um, not necessarily uh, you know what we shouldn't be spending money on that we are um, and and since that point again we we don't do we're not as, as diligent as some. I know there, there are some who, uh, he, he preaches the, the envelope system religiously, that if you don't have cash for it at that particular point in time, you don't get it. Um, we do take some liberties with that, but, um, it has given us a, an idea of what we can do with our money. Um, and we, she's still a teacher and I'm still an accountant. Um, in a, at a hospital, so you know money's not growing on trees for us. Uh, but it allows us to see some opportunities that we have uh, to to give in areas that prior to getting on a budget and 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 being diligent with our finances, uh, we wouldn't have ha- we wouldn't have seen those opportunities. So uh, for those of you who um, have not taken the class, I know there's a couple in here who have gone through the. If you've gone through that, do you mind raising your hand through the financial piece thing? All right um, they're starting a class Wednesday. Uh, if, if you haven't signed it up, it's not too late. Um, and there were people from, I, I think when we took it, we were the youngest. We were 22 at the time, uh, 21, 22. Um, and there were people, um, who I thought at 21 were really old and turns out they're not old at all. Um, <laughs> but, uh, there's never a bad time to get your finances straight. Um, because I do believe, and I think Brian may touch on this later, that, um, that God expects that of us, um, doesn't require it uh, per se, uh, but I think as an honor to God, He He expects us to do that, and and being able to look at your money at the beginning of the month and say, okay, I know exactly where this is going. I know where you know that that we can do these sort of things, and if something comes up where uh, they need a well dug in Katali you know, we can say yes or no as to whether or not we can fiscally aff- uh, afford to do that. So um, I would definitely encourage that um, if y'all haven't, if, if you have any questions, obviously I'm not an expert, um, but I can probably put you in touch with somebody who is, so. Oh, man, I don't know how to take this thing
0: off. Okay, thanks all right let's uh, get your hand out and um, I want to some of you may be familiar with this phrase that I put up at the very top um, this is one that uh, I typically say during the uh, on, on budget or purpose Sunday um, but it was also if uh, if you ever took starting point um if you were ever in a starting point class well it was it was in there as well um, but It's it's and what I want to do is so I I just want to highlight some words. Uh, As followers of Christ, we engage in the discipline of giving when we regularly take a portion of our income and of ourselves um, uh, and give it to the church. Our offering has a twofold purpose: it helps us to grow as disciples in Jesus in faith and stewardship, and it helps us fund the work of the church. It is surrendering ourselves to the will of God. And working to become more like him, in his generosity and in his giving. So let's let's just look at some of these words right quick. What does discipline mean? And I've got a, I went to Webster's and I've got a definition for every one of them. But what does discipline mean? What does it look like? Sorry. Con- okay, could c- be controlled. Yes. To. Tr- don't give in to temptation okay to train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way okay so to, to, to train ourselves to do something in a controlled and habitual way that that is um uh, and and what we call discipline discipline of giving i don't know if how many of you are familiar with the spiritual disciplines uh, t- we typically tend to think of prayer fasting um uh silence or quiet time you know bible study things like that well giving is not necessarily one we always think about but yet we should be working to grow in our giving just as much as we work to grow in our personal bible study or whatever whatever it is uh regular what does regular mean how would you define it or what does it look like schedule what'd you say shirley consistency okay yes okay um, and I don't want to well, I thought about it but I'm not going to asking how many of you give regularly uh, but here's the definition an action arranged in or constituting a constant or definite pattern especially with the same space between individual instances okay so and, and, and again, the reason I said, how do you define it is because people can define regular in a lot of different ways. I give regularly, um, you know, to the church because I give once a month. Well, but is that just, some, you know, you're here and you happen to have some change in your pocket or, or do you actually give uh, now? Well, I'll tell you about the app in a minute, but um, I was using envelopes and when I used envelopes, I gave regularly. I gave every two weeks because I got paid every two weeks you know some people still give weekly i think you know and we used to we used to really harp on that because uh in corinthians paul said uh, set aside weekly you know so we really we really push that and um uh but anyway it's to do something to, to get into a habit and to get into a consistency a schedule of doing something uh regularly portion uh we use the word portion what does portion mean you hear that even when guys sometimes are praying for the offering, they'll say, Blessed, we give back this portion of our income. A part or less than all? Less than all? Okay. So, um, what, what would happen? And I, I don't really know what language to use, but what would happen if we used a different word? What would happen if we used a different language? Instead of saying a portion and I'm saying that there's anything wrong with that but if uh, what might be a different word that we could use um, when we talk about our giving to God as opposed to just saying well I'm just giving him a portion of my income or a portion of my life (laughs) well a part could be a part what'd you say Beverly a percent okay it could be a percentage yeah again I'm not saying that there's anything uh, that there's anything wrong with that Uh, I think we kind of already touched on this a little bit but you know does our offering to god have to be a percentage or can it be a set amount does it have to be a percentage or can it be a set amount amount. certainly certainly you know I, i don't i mean i guess if you set an amount you could always determine what percentage it is but um it you know there's nothing says that it can't be a set amount um now, again, under the old law, it was the 10%. But, but uh, you know, I, could it be 2? Could it be 6? Could it be 12 or you know, 15? I'm reminded of a little cartoon that I, I saw once ago, and I used it one time in a budget presentation, but there was a dad and his son were at a restaurant eating, and um, uh, the check comes, and dad's filling out the whatever, and, and uh, the son looks at him and says, Dad, why do you give the waitress 15% but you only give God 10%? Uh, you know really, <laughs> really stopped really stopped, and made him think but um, the um, you know what what if what if we were to set a a personal goal to work up to giving God more than what we tip you know i don 't I don't know what you give, but you know whatever you tip what if what if I made it a, a goal of mine to get to that point to where that was my offering to God, whether it was my whole thing tithes and offerings or whether it was my tithe and then the offerings were aside um i, I, I mentioned this earlier we all pay 7.65 uh, percent correct me if i'm wrong jeffrey of our annual salary to social security or medicare okay so uh and then depending on our income whatever tax bracket we're in uh, we're going to pay anywhere from 10 percent to 37 percent okay gina gave me those figures <laughs> so um but, you know, it, and again, I'm not trying to step, I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. I'm just saying, you know, is God getting as much as the government is getting? And, and or it, would it be possible, you know, would that, that be a goal? To, I, I didn't start out giving. I mean, I, I'm at, I told y'all earlier, I'm at 10% uh, to the church. I do, there's some other things that I do, but, and I don't know what that total is, but I'm at, I'm at 10%. I didn't get there. Uh, I mean, it took a while to get there. But but I but I, but I, you know I made a commitment to try to work myself up to that point. Um, there, I remember one time this was years ago in a class. Uh, I think it was down in the fellowship hall and there was somebody visiting, but um, they shared uh, they shared that their goal was that to to get to a point to where God got more than what their largest amount uh, single largest amount of debt was. So in other words, if if their house payment was twenty five percent of their income, they wanted their off their gift to God to be twenty six percent. That was that was their goal. So so which I mean it's, it's awesome. You know if you can afford to do that, great. Um, but um, okay, questions comments. I'm, I'm running awful fast. Uh, invest. I put investing versus giving. Um, and and I you know the, 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 I guess that's kind of the same, but but uh, what do you think of when you think of investing how is investing different than giving or how might it be yes when we, make an we a when we make an investment we expect a return okay is it fair to to say that that we expect a return from from the money that we're investing in this church was that would that be okay to say Right, I mean, yeah, we but do but you, you get it's not 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 necessarily a monetary return, yes, correct, but that you know we are, are and here I'm going to and this is not an accurate figure, because like I said, we don't necessarily uh, we don't track this stuff, but I, I did uh, Mitch is the one who counts up all those cards, so but I want to tell you this: that uh almost a third of our budget, our budget is 1.3 million. Almost a third of our budget is given by our leadership team, which I will, which I cons- which I call the lead, the elders and the and the staff, okay. So, and and that's twenty five people. So twenty five people give roughly uh, four hundred, a little over four hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, what does that say? Not, not, that they can give because they have money and they can give. But what, what does that say about their, uh, about how they feel about this church? About how they, they're okay, dedicated. They're invested. They're invested. We, we want. That, um, I want. I mean, that, that's. Uh, you know, it's, it's not just about. Uh, and I, I kid with. Uh, I may be getting ahead of myself. I kid with Brian Jarvis because, when it's my turn to preach. I say like, oh, I have to preach, you know, and Brian Jarvis is, go, Brian Jarvis is always, I get to preach because <laughs> he likes to do it. It's not really my favorite thing to do. So, uh, but do you, do you hear the difference in the language? Our, the, the way we speak, the way we talk it, it can also affect the way that we act. So, you know, if we think in terms of investing and, and, and I'm, uh, also that reminds me of that commercial, do, the commercial about the United Negro College Fund. Have any of you seen those? where the the uh they do all this but then at the very end there's a a a kid uh says i am your dividend you know and so looking at um you know looking at our our like vbs you know it's not just a party uh that the kids get to play for for a week during the summer it is an investment in their lives and hopefully the return is is that they're going to grow up to be uh good uh good christians that that um uh, okay, uh, grow. What does grow mean? To grow in knowledge? Okay, but just a definition of grow. What would you say a definition of grow is? It says to become larger or greater over a period of time or increase. Okay? So as we, we, we grow spiritually... By, by continually doing things that, that tend to stretch us, okay? So, so when we think of giving, you know, w- w- we, we do that. We, hopefully, we all uh, are able to increase the, our offering on a yearly basis or how, how, whatever that looks like um, because that is an opportunity for us to grow. That's one way to stretch ourselves to do something uh, different than what we've been doing. Um, Faith. I'm, I'm I'm kind of speeding up because I've only got about three minutes. What is faith? I think we all know what faith is, but I have faith. Something I can't see. It's it's a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. In other words, I trust. I have faith that, that whatever I do, God is somehow going to um, God is going to bless. Okay, that 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 if I choose to give X amount of whatever and sacrifice something, that I'm not going to go without. At some point, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get something, uh, something back. I remember um, when Sid Klemmer, when Sid and Judy first moved back from Colorado, uh, they were trying to kind of get some things going here, and um, I think again, I think it was in a class, but he got up and shared that, you know, they were just struggling. And, and they it's just they just like we can't we can't get ahead of ourselves something's not right I don't know what's going on and f- finally he said I sat down and I started looking at things and I realized that I because were, you know I had let God slip to a lower place and and so I thought okay that's the problem that's not good I need to I need to change that so as difficult as it was for them to do, I, and I don't know what that was, but he said we ended up dis- we made a decision then that we were going to put God first. We were going to take off of the top whatever percentage that they decided, and, and that's what they were going to do, and they were going to trust that everything else would fall into place, and eventually it did, you know, and and uh, so that that's an example of taking what um, uh, you know uh, again. Surrendering, letting God do the work, taking something and giving it to Him, trusting that He's going to um, get it back. Stewardship. What is stewardship? take care of okay it's 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 a it's like a manager a steward is like a manager a steward is is someone who takes care of what's been given to them and i think we all agree that everything we have has been given to us from god and so our, it's not necessarily ours it's not technically ours but we've been given the responsibility to be good managers of it and use it in uh proper ways fund what is fund lo- what does fund mean <laughs> What does it look like? Okay, it does. Yeah, to designate money, it's it's to uh, to provide with money for a particular purpose. Okay, uh, work. What does work mean? Or what does it look like? An activity involving mental or physical effort done in order to achieve a purpose or a result. Okay so there are there are things that we do because we know that at some we somewhere down the road something's going to be different about it we, we you know we have work days we have different things that we can it's not just about giving money but sometimes we do something because we need this done and we'll have people show up to help us get it done uh surrender what's surrender mean to abandon huh to abandon, give up, yeah, to abandon oneself entirely to someone or something. Uh, and then finally, generosity is um, just the quality of being kind and generous. I'm, I, I ran through those. Uh, but one thing I wanted on the, the second page and then the, the the other two pages are an article that I found just talking about the discipline of generosity. But one thing I wanted to point out on the uh, the top, the very first thing on that investing at Johnson Street page, you see the JSCC app. Uh, we we uh, entered into a, an agreement with uh, PushPay. PushPay is a um, uh, a way of uh, offering, if you will, uh, that came into being a few years back, but is especially uh, Uh, geared towards churches and it's not just a simply a method of of contributing it's also a way that we can uh, send out notifications there's a whole lot that we can do with it but one of the things that um, is is very evident is that checks are becoming a thing of the past Uh, cash is um, not people just don't carry cash with them anymore and most most everybody uses some kind of digital um either a credit card a debit card or 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 have you know drafts set up at the bank so what push pay is going to do is going to allow those who choose to to use it is going to allow you to uh, not have to remember okay oh I got to write a check for church or I've you know uh, it's because and I, I went in already and I set it up but actually the we're going to launch it i think toward the end of of this hopefully the end of this little conference thing but um but i set it up to a draft from my banking account on the 1st and the 15th so uh and i get up every morning at, at on and at at 1201 i mean it uh yeah 1201 a.m I get an email and said, thank you for your donation to the Johnson Street Church of Christ. And so, um, but that, that's, uh, that's a way, it's just another, another opportunity. And, and so, um, uh, and especially with those statistics that I read that, you know, the, 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 younger, the younger people, that's just something they don't do. They don't, they don't carry cash. They don't, and so um, that's also a way to hopefully integrate them better and more into, okay, I'm out of time questions comments i know i ran through that pretty fast i'm certainly welcome any any uh if you want to come up to me afterwards and 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 visit that's perfectly fine all right um well i'm going to do this class again in the room upstairs i'll have to trim down a few things (laughs) okay uh jeffrey would you close us out in prayer